0: We are downtown. We are historic. We are family. We are scriptural. We are First Baptist Church. If you would, turn with me to Mark chapter one, verses 16 through 20. We're gonna read aloud the text together. It's in your listening sheet. So in the room, would you stand with me and we'll read aloud. This, then, is the text for today. As he was going along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were also in the boat, mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants, and went away to follow him. May God bless the reading of his word. These guys... Simon, Andrew, James, and John, they were on the job. They weren't enjoying a day out on the lake. This was work. And they were in the thick of it when Jesus Christ walks up. And let me tell you, you know that when Jesus shows up, something incredible, is about to happen, whether if we're reading the birth narratives at the beginning of the Gospels or whether Jesus is walking into a wedding or Jesus is walking into Lazarus' house or, or, else, or Jesus is walking into Pilate's praetorium, something is about to happen when Jesus Christ shows up. And here Jesus is. He, he shows up. And he walks into their work, and two words completely redefine their life. When Jesus says to them, follow me, it's a new kind of discipleship. Something we couldn't expect before the birth of the Christ, but now we see it in our Messiah. That Jesus is going to disciple these men, and this means he's going to walk directly with them to reveal the word of God to them like they've never understood it before. Jesus is going to sit with them and explain the words of these pages so that they leap off in excitement. And they, they leap off and they return with this great work happening among the men that Jesus is sitting with. You see, when Jesus says to these men, follow me, This is not just a command for them to keep up with him. It's not that Jesus is sort of rushing ahead of all of us and we're trying to to keep pace and we're trying to run as fast as we can to keep up with him. When Jesus says, follow me, he's going to wrap his arms around them and he's going to show them the ropes. You know, that's why he came. As he came in the manger. He, he began to show us the ropes and to show us what life is like in the presence of God, to show us what life is like when, when sin is, is taken care of by the blood of the Lamb. He's going to show us a way forward. And so he takes these these four and then the others, And and he grabs them, and he goes from the coast out on the Sea of Galilee, calms the storms out there. He takes them up on a mountain to pray. He takes them up on the mountain, and they see the transfiguration. He drives out the demons and the garrisons. He feeds thousands in the countryside. They, They parade into Jerusalem together, and they have the Last Supper. When Jesus says, follow me, it's an experience. Jesus is saying, you stand hip to hip with me and let me show you what life is like in the Lord. He says, if you walk hip to hip with me, you will see the world melt at the hands of the Creator. And wouldn't that be a wonderful sight to behold? See, when Jesus says, follow me to these four, their lives are never going to be the same because now they're with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. When he came incarnate, he's saying the king is now here. Wouldn't it be wonderful to walk down the road with the King of kings and Lord of lords? Now, unfortunately, I think we think this experience was unique. Something carefully curated curated for 12 lucky golden ticket holders 2,000 years ago. That's not the case. That's not what God was doing. In fact, Jesus is still doing these same kinds of things today. Jesus is revealing the truth and power of God in the Word and in the church and in the world on a daily basis. Jesus Christ says, follow me to new believers every day. Across the globe, there are people surrendering and falling down on their knees before the Christ this very day. Don't you want to see it? Don't you want to be a part of it? Because Jesus Christ is revealing the truth and power of God all day long. You you can experience Jesus Christ igniting the scriptures in your heart. They, They are alive. He is alive. The Spirit is working if we will but follow him. It all still works the same these days. Jesus will walk into your workplace Do something dramatic. Jesus will walk you through this pandemic and keep you safe in his hands. See, Jesus is with us this morning. And if you haven't yet experienced the Christ, listen for his voice. And when he says, follow me, you obey him because something big is about to happen. You know, I imagine that a lot of us are still skeptical of Jesus's power And what I've seen of those who are skeptical of Jesus' power is that they are those who haven't yet given him a chance. We haven't yet done what the disciples did the day of our text. In fact, if you look down with me, Mark chapter 1, first in verse 18, you see Andrew and Simon, verse 18 says, they immediately left their nets and they followed Jesus Christ. How many of us have done that this morning? You get down to verse 20, we see James and John. Immediately, Jesus calls them, they leave their father. They leave the father in the boat with the rest of the hired servants, and they went away to follow him. See, for for most people, it seems to be different. For most people around us, Jesus Christ seems more like a New Year's resolution that they have to be reminded of on January 4th. Can, can we do something different this year? Can, can we follow Christ this year and follow him today? Do, follow him on December 20th. Let's not wait 12 days from now. Can you follow the Christ today? Will you follow Jesus Christ today? Will you drop everything and say, Jesus Christ is my Lord this morning? Will you let him have your life and run with it? Because if you let Jesus Christ have your life and let him run with it, we're gonna see more than we've ever seen in our lives. We're gonna see more than we could ever imagine or dream of. And so let me invite you this morning to commit your life to Christ and follow him like he is the king of kings, not like he's some New Year's resolution. Because he is more. He's more than we give him credit for. You know, there's another interesting thing that's happening here as Jesus is calling them and saying, follow me. And he says, follow me. He's redefining all kinds of relationships. He's redefining his relationship with them. He's redefining the relationship of disciple and discipler. He's redefining the relationship of rabbi and teacher. So what you see in here and what you you notice straight away and what they would have noticed straight away is that rabbis in that day did not go out and find people. They didn't go find the people that they're going to teach. No self-respecting rabbi would do this kind of thing that Jesus is doing in our text for today. You don't go out and call students. You do your thing and let the students flock to you. But Jesus said, no, this is different, and this relationship is different, and these are mine. These are the sheep of my pasture. I am their shepherd, and I will go out, and I will call them by name, and they will hear my voice, and they will know my voice, and they will come to my voice. And Jesus is crying out in those same kinds of ways today, calling your name, saying, Chris, would you follow me? And if only we would look up and say, Yes, Lord, I follow you, and I'm going to commit my life to you this day. And so Jesus is changing these relationships. And see, what, what you see is not just that relationship with the Lord. It's not just the relationship with this new king and this new rabbi and this new discipler. But, but it affects all the other relationships that are around you as well. What we see in today's text, and Zebedee is our example here, who's, who's both father and boss in today's text. And James and John just move on. Leave their father, leave their boss, Zebedee, behind. You see, when Jesus is on the scene, when the incarnate Christ comes and is born, and when the incarnate Christ steps into your life, and when Jesus Christ becomes the Lord of all that you are and all that you're doing, something happens. That, that your father no longer has the last word in your life, your boss no longer has the last word in your life, and, and hear me here, you yourself no longer have the last word in your life. The last word of your life is reserved for the person of the Christ. And this is what you need. You don't want any of those others, you don't even want yourself having the last word in your life because he is the Christ and he knows where life is headed. You see, when you're walking with the Christ, you're walking with the one who casts out demons into swine and mountains into the sea. There is no voice more authoritative. There is no voice more true than that of Jesus Christ. And if anyone, anywhere, your boss, your father, your, your, yourself, or even, even the president defies the words of Jesus Christ, you can rest assured that it is the Christ who knows what he is talking about and is the Christ who holds the last word for all eternity. You see, far too many view following Jesus Christ as some sort of straitjacket that Christ wraps us up, pulls the straps tight, and you're stuck. That's not what life with Jesus is like. Life with Jesus is so much more. See, when you have Jesus, You're with the Creator. When you have Jesus, the roadmap for your life comes to life. Jesus shows you the way forward. He he opens the Scriptures and shows you what they mean, and He shows you where you need to go. He says, this is your life, and this is where you're headed, and this is where you're gifted, and this is how you can fulfill every purpose of your life and, and recognize your full potential. It only happens in the Christ. And in fact, what we need to recognize and what we need to proclaim together is that the only fully truthful voice in this world is Jesus Christ. And you see, he's he's the only one who brings all the other relationships and makes them right. Every other relationship that we have in this world with our families, with our co-workers, with just the people that we interact with on a daily basis, every one of those relationships is stained by sin and strained by sin, some of them to a breaking point. The only way there is ever any resolution, the only way there is ever any hope is for Jesus Christ to step in and remove the stain of sin and give you hope. That's the only way relationships are ever restored. And Jesus has come to make it so in your life today. Not in 2021. Today, December 20th, 2020, Jesus Christ is with us to make it right. And that's what you need. You know, it's interesting what Jesus dreamed for these fishermen. The phrase in verse 17 is perfectly quotable. I will make you fishers of men the perfect call picture of the call of Jesus Christ and interesting in, in that moment Jesus Christ is living out exactly what he's teaching when he says I'm going to teach you how to become a fisher of men he was showing him them in that moment I am being a fisher of men right now calling the four of you to follow me because that's what it means that's what it looks like to be a fisher of men where you go out and you say Jesus Christ is calling saying follow him will you follow him He says, as you do that, that's how you're fishing for men. And so he's stepping out and and he's saying, I'm going to show you how to do this and you're going to live this out. He takes these four, it turns into 12, it grows into the church, and he says, you're going to live out the the great commission, which is you being fishers of men. You're going to go to the ends of the earth, and you're going to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth, and you're going to cry out from every mountaintop where it says, follow Jesus. And that's what you're going to say at every mountaintop. That's what you're going to say in every valley, follow Jesus Christ. And there are going to be people, and there are going to be ears that hear that and say, praise the Lord, that's what I needed to hear. And they're going to walk with you. Then they're going to walk with you straight to the Christ. And that's who Jesus has called us to be. That's how Jesus Christ has called us to live out the great commission together. And you know, one of the beautiful things is that even in the midst of this pandemic, our church, First Baptist Church of San Antonio, has been able to do that across the globe. So we've been, even in the pandemic, we have spent resources and had connections and our own people in 11 countries across the globe saying, Praise the Lord. That Jesus Christ is King and doing a mighty work, and so you know we've had people. We've had people in Burma. We've had people in Ukraine. We've had people in Southeast Asia, just doing mighty work for the sake of our God. We we started a new church plant with a with a former church member, uh, former staff member in Brooklyn. They are meeting in Prospect Park in, in Brooklyn over the last 10 months, and God has been doing a wonderful work there. And so we've seen how God has just blessed his work. And in fact, even in the midst of a pandemic, God's word has been mighty and alive and active, and we have seen people come to the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we praise the Lord for that. And so we're just grateful for that work and grateful for what God's doing. And in fact, we have two more families that I want to share with you today. So uh, you two families, Williams, the Fox, will you all come on up? I'm going to introduce you to a couple of families. You get their microphones. Both of these families, very much a part of this church, And we are very much grateful for them. Both of these families were supposed to be on the mission field right now. But in fact, the pandemic um, put a press pause on those plans. In fact, they've had to do uh, different kinds of things uh, during the pandemic. But we're grateful to have people that we know and we love on the mission field, and you need to see them. Now, both of these are um, headed out with the IMB doing mighty work for the gospel. And so, um, Fox, why don't you you start and tell us a little bit, about introduce us to you and your family, where you're headed, what God's doing, and um, what might be next. Uh, hello, good morning.
1: Uh, my name is Tyler, my wife Wallace. Our son Titus is in the back, and uh, one due hopefully next week. Work well. uh, her name is going to be Elsa. And so uh, we are uh, missionaries of the International Mission Board to uh, Bangkla, Thailand, it's where we'll be, um, I guess, based out of. Um, and some of our efforts will be uh, church planting and discipleship in uh, central Thailand. Um, and we're so thankful for First Baptist and what it's mean, meant to our lives, and, and continue to uh, mean to us, and the support that we have here, um, especially with the partnership with the SBC and 40,000 other churches um, uh, cooperating together, giving towards uh, missions, and uh, especially Lottie Moon Christmas offering, giving uh, directly to the support of missionaries and 3,500 us others of us uh, reaching the ends of the world. Um, and uh, we're just so thankful for um, for that. Thank you. So, so,
0: Tyler, what's what's next for y'all? The, do we have a next step? Yet? Do, we know? do you give us any
1: insight into We've well, we've <laughs> been studying Thai online through Zoom with our Thai tutor, and uh, who lives in Thailand. We do yep. it in the evenings, and uh, no word yet. Thailand is still closed to Americans, uh, and so we're waiting for um, the borders to open. Uh, so please pray for that. Um, our supervisors and some of other team members are also waiting for the borders to open. Um, so the next step is applying for a visa mm-hmm. once the,
0: that process So how's opens. learning Thai coming?
1: It's, it's coming along well. <laughs>
0: <Good>. It's <laughs> a difficult language. But Amen. We're yeah, we're thankful for them. <clears throat> now, the, Williams, kind of the same question. So give us an introduction okay. and, and where you're headed and what, what you're hoping for in the Lord. All right. My name is Christopher, and this is my wife, Juliana,
2: with the Williams family, and we have three children. Luca is our oldest. He's five years old, and we have Liliana, our middle child. She's three, and just our little one, we have his name Luna, and she's just turned a year old just a couple months ago, so uh, that's our family. Uh, We felt called um, definitely a long time ago when we were young, but God really pushed us towards that call when we were older and went to seminary. He really directed it, and pointed out, pointed us to the IMB as our sending organization, which is just a blessing. And uh, uh, we got called to Eastern Europe. We actually didn't know with the country or where we'd be going. We kind of left it open to God, and he directed us to Eastern Europe while we were just uh, applying for jobs there. So he, we kind of prayed over where God would lead us, and he led us directly in that area. So um, Juliana had some mission work previously there, and uh, God really just pointed us there. And as we're waiting, kind of the same as the thoughts here, we're, you know, in this time of waiting, our visa process has continued to get pushed back and pushed back. Uh, but we have seen God in lots of different areas of our life through, obviously, being part of Juliana's uh, home church as she grew up here. Um, and just uh, seeing God work as we wait and spending some time with family, learning the language as they are um, and doing that. But uh, Lottie Moon, uh, I want Juliana to share real quick just about what that has meant to us real quick.
3: Yeah, so just... Um, growing up here and hearing about Lottie Moon as a child, do you think it's just money that you're sending to send a missionary on the field? But it's so much more than that. We've been so blessed by all of the support through the SBC Cooperative Program and through the Lottie Moon offering. Um, It not only sends you, but it helps prepare you. The training that we had in Virginia with the IMB Um, just how much they pour into your children. They're training you, they're preparing you spiritually and physically, everything from vaccines to Bible lessons. Um, So it really is so important to our family and we're just so grateful for um, First Baptist and their partnership with the SBC and the cooperative program and especially the Lottie Moon offering. Um, During a year of the pandemic they were, you know, so worried that it wasn't gonna be uh, as large in the past, but we're just, we're so prayerful that it's going to be even more than we can imagine. Um, So that way IMB can continue sending missionaries um, and continue training missionaries.
0: Amen. Amen, thank you. If you would, yeah, let's let's praise the Lord for them. Now let's, let's say a prayer over these two, and then I'll get back to my notes. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for these two families. Lord, we're so grateful that they are a part of this church, and we're so grateful that we can love on them and support them. And Lord, we can't wait to see how you're going to use them. And Lord, we pray that you would use them in a mighty way. We pray that many would come to the Lord. We pray that many would come to know you because they're faithful in serving you. And Lord, um, we know as... um, a church that loves them and support them, Lord, that we're going to be with them through it all. And we pray that you would help us to know how to love them and be with them as they travel across the globe carrying your gospel. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen, amen, thank you, amen, yeah, amen, You see, we recognize that God has been doing uh, mighty things all over the world um, during this pandemic, but you know, some... Sometimes God calls people to Eastern Europe or Thailand. You know, sometimes God calls people to the east side of San Antonio. Sometimes God calls people to the east side of the office. And so, in fact, when, when we see and hear and we read and hear that Jesus is calling his disciples to be fishers of men, and when we get to the, the end of the book of Matthew and we see the great commission laid out before us, that is something that's laid out before all of us, that we are going to, to live that out faithfully wherever God has planted us and wherever God is taking us. We are going to share the hope of his son, Jesus Christ, with anybody and everybody who will listen. And so when we see this... And we hear this, no, Jesus Christ is equipping you to do that very thing, that he's gonna equip you and prepare you to share his name with anybody that you come into contact with. He's just saying, follow me and I'm gonna take care of it. Follow me and I'm gonna take care of you. Follow me and you're going to see the gospel flourish. Follow me and you're gonna see the church flourish. And so this morning we fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith Christ and we will proclaim his name in San Antonio and to the ends of the earth let's pray together Father we are grateful that we can be a part of good work Lord we're grateful that we can see you and know you and be a part of your work Lord that we have experienced you Experience the warmth of your embrace. And Lord, we pray that it would remain. And Lord, I pray for this this morning for those that have not yet known you, Father. I pray that as the call to follow you goes out, it would break into hardened hearts and people, droves of people would chase after you. Knowing you're the Christ, the Anointed One, the King of Kings, bringing in the kingdom of God. And it's in His name, the name that's above every other name on this earth, that we pray. Amen. First Baptist Church has been broadcasting its services of new life and historic faith for 46 years. We would like to ask that you continue to pray with us for this ministry and also for your financial support so that we can continue this ministry for years to come. Thank you.